Welcome to the Cybersecurity Weekly Podcast. I'm Jane Lowe, podcasting from Singapore today. And with me today, also joining from Singapore, is Sam Liu, who is the president of the Singapore Computer Society, or SCS for short. And also, he is the managing partner of the government's strategic business group at NCS Group. And Sam will be sharing with us the highlights of the Tech Leader Awards 2022 and the ceremony organized by the Singapore Computer Society. So thank you, Sam, for joining us in the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for having me today on this podcast, Jane. Thank you, Sam. So, Sam, um, I must say congratulations to you and your team for putting together a very successful gala dinner for the Tech Leader Awards 2022 at the Shangri-La Hotel. And I must say that to pull the whole thing off in a short one month with the guest of honour appearance by our Minister of Communication and Information and also the um, uh, governments and tech representatives, including also the Chief Executive of the Cybersecurity Agency of Singapore, which I must mention because I follow the cybersecurity news very closely. <laughs> so to pull the whole thing off by condensing all the planning, preparation and logistics from, I believe, a typical four-month um, duration to one month, that is uh, uh, incredible work by your team. So, uh, very much congratulations. So, Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, Sam, um, tell us, you know, the Tech Leader Awards is an important platform for the local tech scene to give due recognition to individuals, teams, organizations whose uh, works in digitalization and transformation have positively impacted the lives of people and the industry. And I believe that the first one was inaugurated in 1997, and it was called the IT Leader Awards. And it's an annual national award to celebrate the outstanding achievements of um, industry uh, leaders and participants. So for our audience who are new to the Singapore tech scene, could you tell us a bit about the history of the awards and sure. also perhaps the history of the uh, Singapore Computer Society, which organized these awards? Sure. Uh, thank you, Jane. Let, let me start with uh, maybe giving a background on uh, Singapore Computer Society or SES, uh, that we typically call it in short. SES is a leading Infocom digital media society for industry professionals students as well as youths and uh, seniors in community. Uh, SES was established uh, way back in 1967 and to date we have uh, more than uh, 52,000 members. In uh, SES, we also run our respective uh, knowledge group in terms of uh, breaking up into 13 chapters and three special interest group. Uh, you'll be happy to know one of our key chapters uh, out of 13 is actually our cybersecurity chapter. Wow. Uh, uh, run by uh, Xiaofei, right, uh, who's okay. actually one of my key presidents uh, for the chapter that runs various activities. Through mm. these uh, uh, chapters and uh, interest group, we continue to kind of uh, lead in terms of thought leadership, providing a voice for the Singapore Infocom and digital media community, right? So we also do a number of publications and uh, training and certification for our members, uh, as well as non-members who choose to join us. Uh, we've actually been uh, raising the bar. We have nine certification programs for Singapore Computer Society, and we have uh, more than 5,000 plus people already certified in terms of the certification programs that we provide uh, today. Uh, notwithstanding all the professional achievement, we've also been doubling down in our involvement with SCS Youth, Right, it's a, the youth members are typically members in the tech profession uh, below the age of 35. Uh, we have been working uh, actively right, to gain uh, more youth membership so that we can actually uh, build up the future for Singapore. Uh, we have 20 student chapters. These are uh, students in uh, IHLs, universities, polys, uh, ITEs, as well as uh, secondary school Infocom club students who wish to join us. So as you can see, we have been uh, very much uh, in the community and uh, expanding our reach. 
Uh, maybe last but not least, from a segment perspective, we have also have a very strategic MOU and collaboration with seven trade associations and chambers uh, that we call TACs. Through that, we have actually covered about six key sectors, covering almost 30,000 uh, PMETs. This include accounting, banking and finance, HR, legal, logistics and manufacturing. So it's a, a very quick two minute uh, what we do here in uh, SCS. Now, your, your question on uh, the Tech Leaders Award. So maybe a small snippet and history on that as well. So SCS established this Tech Leaders Award, and back then we call it the IT Leaders Award, in 1997. So it's a 24-year-running award recognition program. We call this the Annual Recognition National Award Program to recognize outstanding achievement for industry leaders in our tech industry. Now, to keep abreast with our times, the awards have been rebranded this year right, to be the Tech Leaders Award to recognize individuals and teams uh, whose work in digitalization and transformation have made an impact to the lives of our people and the industry that we so love. These rebranded awards uh, have actually signaled a very strong uh, message right, to the marketplace, and we actually made a special effort to recognize and include an array of contribution by individuals, teams, organizations across uh, the society and across different professions and industry. So you'll find uh, winners across uh, industries that covering from uh, entrepreneurs to very established uh, CIOs and even a uh, justice, right, uh, Justice mm. Lee, who actually won the award uh, young and old, right, so that we can actually demonstrate how we look at our tech winners across the present as well as the future mm -hmm. of, of Singapore. Yeah, so as you also mentioned, the initial uh, award was called the IT Leader Awards back in 1997. Mm -hmm. And so there have been quite a significant uh, transformation in digitalization and technologies over the past um, two plus decades, right? And mm -hmm. especially in, uh, during the COVID pandemic, we all experienced this transformation to a large extent, working from home using and also using contact tracing applications and more. But over these... Um, uh, last um, two decades or more, uh, there have been like big bang mo moments and milestones as well, such as the Y2K bug uh, remediation and also ushering of the smartphone era and industry 4.0, big data conversations, smart nation initiatives and all that, right? So can you give us a sense of how the award categories and also maybe the winner profiles have evolved as well as um, the technology landscape changes? That's a, that's a very good question. So, um over the years, uh, where the award, you know, as I mentioned, is about 24 years in the running. Um, back, back, back when we first started, uh, a lot of the award winners were kind of our key captains in the industry, championing computerization, right, and automation within the uh, work environment. And most of the winners were actually really, uh, I would say, back to the basics, right, focusing on on harnessing the best use of technology, be it uh, client-server application or, or otherwise. And as we progress right in the last uh, decade or so, we see a lot more winners uh, in the areas of internet commerce. And we've also seen a lot more efforts being put in by individuals and companies in uh, various community-related uh, CSR uh, activities and such. In the past year, as we look at the, the landscape and the award winners and the profile of the winners, uh, you'll notice that actually a lot of the winners are actually about massive digital ecosystem play for the more enterprise uh, customers. Uh, they are ones who have actually championed and pushed the frontier of technology in uh, building up platform uh, systems uh, to automate and to drive a greater value for businesses as well as for communities. 
Uh, we've also seen increase in uh, individuals who are driving capabilities as well as uh, support in the industry through their entrepreneurship effort. A uh, number of our winners are bottoms up our winners who have actually driven the initiative from their own accord and actually have uh, achieved significant uh, milestones in their endeavor. And then last but not least, we have also seen younger award winners coming into, mm. into the picture uh, from students and youths. Uh, this year, we have three Digital Young Achievers Award who have uh, really demonstrated that uh, even while they're in school, in uh, polytechnics and, and schools, uh, they're able to contribute, uh, rally their student colleagues and friends to actually uh, achieve for the tech industry and also uh, across industry to support other students who might not be so tech savvy. You mentioned the Digital Achievers mm-hmm. Awards and also there's also, I understand, other categories such as the Future Leaders in Tech and also the Tech Leader of the Year, Hall of Fame. Um, so just to give a sense um, uh, for our audience who are new to this, what are the criteria and the nomination process? And could you also maybe share a little bit about, you know, some behind the scenes uh, judging process? <laughs> All right. <laughs> there are four categories in the Tech Leaders Award this year. Number one, the Tech Leader of the Year Award. Uh, number two, the Hall of Fame. Uh, number three category, which has a number of winners for both individuals and teams, uh, we have the Digital Achievers category. And last but not least, we have the Future Tech Leader category, as you pointed out. So let, let me start by describing perhaps the first category, which is really the uh, Tech Leader category. So for the Tech Leader, is an individual award. We have actually uh, have criteria where we look for individuals who have actually spent significant effort building out innovation, uh, have a breakthrough for digital technology that supported the infocom and media industry or digital media industry. The individual would have had a great track record for contributing in the industry and have demonstrated qualities such as uh, leadership, entrepreneurship, perseverance, and competence in the field of work. So the Tech Leader Award, which is uh, really a very key award, uh, recognized the individual uh, from that perspective. Number two is a Hall of Fame. So for the Hall of Fame, as the name implies, it is typically someone who has demonstrated consistent and prolonged leadership within the Singapore infocom and digital media landscape. The minimum kind of a tenure criteria is 10 years of a consistent track record. Uh, We've seen individuals who are 20, 30 years. In fact, this year's winner, uh, Eddie Chow, is a well-known veteran and legend in our industry. And everyone, you know, kind of uh, feel very excited right, when he when he gets nominated mm. and, and gets selected. So more than 10 years of demonstrated experience, uh, have demonstrated consistent performance and contribution to our community here in, in Singapore from a tech landscape perspective. Then there is the Digital Achievers Award, which recognizes individuals and teams uh, who have created solutions and capabilities in an impactful and sustainable manner. This could be building uh, or implementing digital infrastructure, platforms, applications that benefited maybe multiple companies or organizations uh, providing a breakthrough in the, the way they deliver uh, the products and service to the society as well. Could also include individuals and teams that have led innovative and inspiring digital transformation work in their areas of industry and so on. So, so that's Digital Achiever Award. And then last but not least for the young, uh, we have also have a set of criteria for the Future Leaders of Tech Award. Uh, this award goes out to full-time students aged 30 years and below as of the 1st of January 2022 cutoff who have made outstanding personal contribution in the society while they were still a full-time student 
or in an institute of higher learning in Singapore uh, have developed a new uh, value-added capability, be it a digital resource, a service, an application that benefited the society through the use of tech. This person typically would have a strong passion for technology and have demonstrated that uh, he or she is willing to go above and beyond to support the community through the effort. Not much cloak and dagger behind the scene uh, activities, <laughs> but the nomination right. process, perhaps, maybe that's what I'll probably describe. Okay. Uh, we have a uh, nomination process is open to the public. So when we launch the nomination, it is uh, open up with a online submission via the SES website. Naturally, we will also ask our chapter members and ESCO, as well as my my main council, my SES uh, executive council, to also reach out to their professional contacts in the industry to nominate individuals and teams for the award. There are no fees for participating. Uh, we are a non-profit organization, uh, and this is uh, judged on a very serious and very proper manner. In the candidate must be a Singapore citizen or permanent resident of Singapore, given that it's a national award from the Singapore Computer Society. Anyone can actually submit the nomination, and this is one that's been running. So if next year there are, there are people who are interested, uh, watch out for the nomination period when it's open. Self-nomination is also available and encouraged. So in case you might not have that many people who recognize what you're doing and you feel that you want to demonstrate and share your achievements, you can do so as well. So those are kind of the criteria. And we have a judging panel that's formed independent of the executive council team who will judge. Uh, it's led by a chief judge with very preeminent judges uh, with very clear criteria and they'll plow through the nomination, meet uh, more than a few rounds and finally decide on the winner. And then the winner announcement will be embargoed till one week before the uh, actual gala dinner, in our case, uh, last Friday. And even for me as the president of Singapore Computer Society, I did not know about the uh, winners until the week itself right. when I need oh, to wow. review the program. Yeah, so, oh, okay. so we've kept it very uh, strict and proper. Mm. And obviously, this is uh, required for an award of this significance. So for 2022, there were 17 awards presented to nine individuals and eight teams, right? If I understand correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how many, typically, how long is the judging process and how many judges do you have? I think when from the point of time when the nomination closes to the point where the judges completed their round of deliberation, uh, we will, I'll say it is probably about a six to seven month process, right? Uh, overall, so the secretary oh, wow. team uh, spent quite some time plowing through the nomination, clarifying, preparing the dossier for the judges, and then there'll be a few rounds of a uh, review, discussion, determining uh, which candidate to be shortlisted and down selected. In terms of judges, uh, I'll probably uh, hold back on that in case there's too much lobbying uh, down the road. <laughs> okay. uh, it is. It suffice to say, is uh, quite a number of people are involved. Uh, we've mm. actually uh, even uh, split the judging group up into different panels of judges with a main judging panel that oversee the judging perspective. So quite a number of uh, people do review uh, and provide their feedback to make sure that uh, it is, uh, again, done in a proper, mm. consistent and uh, fair manner. Mm, sounds like it's a very extensive process. Um, yeah, so we talked a little bit about the Tech Leader Awards and, you know, for lo- those who are interested in nominating the candidates, they can do so. Uh, so it's not just limited to the members of the Singapore Computer Society, it's also open to the public. That's what you mentioned. But there are also other awards that are presented by the Singapore Computer Society, such as the Singapore 100 Women in Tech list. Can you give us a quick overview of that? Okay, that's good. Yeah, we, we, we do support 
other award and uh, recognition. To clarify, the SG100 Women in Tech uh, list is not quite an award. It is a recognition of the wonderful and significant achievement of uh, women tech leaders here in Singapore. We are very happy as a computer society to partner with uh, SG Women in Tech and the IMDA, the Infocom Media Authority of Singapore, in creating the first list two years ago, right? Uh, over or three right, years ago okay. now. And uh, mm -hmm. we celebrated the first list of uh, SG 100 Women in Tech uh, to recognize women who have been uh, inspiring and have actually made significant contributions to the tech industry. So that was in 2019. Last mm -hmm. year, we created our second list for the SG Women in Tech. Uh, it was very well received. And we even got our Madam President, uh, Halima Yaakob, to actually provide a appreciation and thank you uh, video for the team. Uh, naturally, uh, Minister Josephine Teo was a big patron of the list as well. So for this second Women in Tech list last year, we have also incorporated category called Girls in Tech, where oh, we wow. recognize okay. uh, the achievement of young ladies in schools uh, who have actually contributed in, very in, the, in their Infocom club or their own ground-up activity to support the community. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe to add, add on a bit more, this uh, SG100 Women in Tech is really part of a broader SG Women in Tech initiative launched in 2019 by IMDA. It actually highlights the rich diversity that we have in terms of roles, spotlight female role models in our Singapore ICT sector. Mm -hmm. uh, and we want to use this opportunity to inspire women and girls in our society to pursue a career in uh, STEM, which really stands for science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. The nominees typically will demonstrate, uh, again, a consistent track record of our tech expertise, leadership, mm -hmm. vision, community uh, advocacy. They are typically very impactful in the areas of chosen field, very influential in what they do. I'm surprised with the number of nominations. So to give you some broad numbers, Last year, we have uh, more than 850 nominations. Wow. The, the nomination is, has shot through the roof, as you can imagine. And we mm. have to narrow down through a very painstaking process to 100 women to be recognized during the list uh, last year. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, well, to start from 850, uh, that speaks about the uh, rich, uh, uh, as you mentioned, the rich diversity of the female tech professionals working in the sector. And to narrow it down to 100, as you mentioned as well, it must have been a, quite a painstaking process. But, you know, everybody uh, contributes and I guess everyone is a winner, even if you have been nominated and you didn't quite get onto the list. So um, just uh, to wrap up, um, earlier you mentioned that there has been a lot going on at SCS. You also talked about at your welcome speech at the uh, event, you talked about uh, SCS organizing 2.7 events per week. Uh, you collaborated with industry partners and agencies to present forums, training and seminars. And there's also other initiatives such as the AI ethics and governance certification as well. That's new. So with all this going on and so based on your observations so far to date on the tech landscape, is there anything that you can tell us about the plans for the Tech Leader of the Year Award for 2023? You know, what kind of um, categories, nominations can we expect and perhaps maybe a take from your perspective, the kind of candidates profile that you will be seeing? Very good question. So as we wrap up the uh, 2022 or rather the nomination was 2021 uh, list, we've already started thinking and planning ahead for this year's uh, nomination. So a few key points to note as we uh, look at the winners or the, at least the nomination. I think this year will be an interesting year as we see our country emerging out of uh, the pandemic. As the borders open up, what are kind of the key contribution from individuals and organizations in supporting the country's uh, expansion as well as uh, evolution, right, in terms of 
going back to the normal or the new normal, uh, if, if I may. So that's one area that I think would be uh, of quite a number of significance. Another uh, category or another category of consideration that we see a lot is the pace of technology improvement has, or disruption has also quickened as the borders open up as well and as more people come out from lockdowns and such. So we are also seeing actually a lot of uh, newer technology, newer people in, in society uh, creating solutions that we would not have otherwise thought about. So, so this has actually uh, resulted in a more interesting ecosystem that we lived in. There's no better time to be in tech, as uh, many people pointed out. The last point I probably want to overemphasize is this year in particular, uh, I've actually made it a very clear statement in my welcome address as well as uh, internal to our council meetings and also my AGM that we need to focus also on communities at large. This includes students and youth where we really want to make sure that we get them when they're young, uh, make sure that we kind of uh, really coach them, explain what a tech sector really looks like, a career in tech, and uh, give them an opportunity to learn more about tech. And every worker in future will be a digital worker, right? So we do need mm. a broad appreciation of technology in order for us to do well at our workplace or chosen profession. The other part about community is also about the seniors and the community at risk. Uh, so we also want to make sure as a society, we reached out and support the seniors who might actually be daunted by technology. So what are the techniques and what are the ways we can actually bring them together on this digital journey? Also, there are communities which might be at risk. We will also want to help the uh, less fortunate families as well as the, the less able to kind of help use technology to support them in terms of making uh, their lives better and uh, contributing uh, well to the society as well. I like your focus on the seniors and the uh, less uh, advantaged segments of our society because uh, we focus on the women or the youth, but uh, the seniors and also the other uh, sort of less advantaged, uh, they are also segments that uh, we should also uh, put some attention to as well. Um, so to wrap up, uh, Sam, thank you so much uh, for your time today on the podcast and very much uh, congratulations again to the Successful Tech Leader Awards 2022 Gala Dinner. And hopefully we speak again at the uh, Tech Leader Awards uh, 2023 next year. Yep, I look forward to that. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs>